All right. Um, so for those of you who don't know, like we need more technology, but we're, um, Jessica and I are starting a podcast, um, which I totally figured out all by my own. <laughs> like I know what an RSS is, feed is, you guys. Like I figured it out, <laughs> which is usually not my forte. Um, but that's why I'm mic'd up. It reminds me of when we go down to LA and do our yoga anytime classes. You have the like headset, you know? Um, <laughs> are you waiting for your mom, love? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a space for yeah, her? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, moms. <laughs> um, that's part of our talk today. Um, it's my godchild's uh, first communion today. And so that's why I'm not teaching next because as his, I'm like literally his godmother, like recognized by the church and everything. You can take the girl out of the church, but yeah, you know, <laughs> still there and present, <laughs> um, which I'm like, wow, they chose me. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> and he's really, he like totally is my godchild. Like he's a wild man. We went camping. We do a, a family camping trip with my kids and um, my friend Rachel and John's kids every year. And like William was missing for like an hour and we found him like, rafting with like another family (laughs) and then his mom's like do you think that's safe and he's like (laughs) um it's pretty awesome um so yeah speaking of which um my so i have i i live in a house now where I, i know it's awesome where i share a wall with someone um and we have to share the yard maintenance and this person is, I haven't lived with people um, in a really long time, and neither is she. So we're both navigating these waters, and she's connected to like my Catholic community from when I was a kid, and then also, weirdly, my yoga community. So there's just like all of these sort of like intertanglements that I didn't even know that I was moving into, which makes everything a little bit more like, you know? Because <laughs> it's not like you can just be like, whatever, swaha. Um, and, <laughs> and she's much older than me, um, and we are very different people. It is coming to um, pass that I'm learning that. Um, I planted a little herb garden. There was, like, no plants in the yard, so I planted a little herb garden and, like, stole some hens and chicks from my old yard, and, like, there's some raspberries, and they're all new plants, right? And so I have to water them. This is getting to yoga, I promise. Um, And the only watering situation in the front yard is that there's a hose on um, my neighbor's porch, which means that I have to go up on her porch, use the hose, and bring it back. The first time I did this, it was as if um, she got very upset. Um, But it's just the way that it is. It's the only hose. We share the water bill, blah, blah, blah. Um, And the hose was, like, leaking, and it wasn't right, so I got water, like, on the sidewalk and whatnot um and it was very upsetting and i was like oh no this is going to be a thing you know when you know that (laughs) um and so i started doing what i do which is avoid so (laughs) i started to look for her car and then if her car wasn't there then i would water to like (laughs) right (laughs) um to like manage the situation 
But then sometimes her car is there and it's really hot and I'm looking at the plants like I look, and I spend so much time now thinking about this, you guys, it's kind of insane. Um, so then I'm like, well, see your car and my plants are wilting and I'm like, oh, they really need water. So then I like quietly, and then she always comes out and makes it a thing. And so um, yesterday her car wasn't there and I did something really consciously <laughs> where I didn't wind the hose up perfect on her porch, like kind of on purpose. I know, I know, <laughs> because there's a couple ways you can go um, in the world. And if you were raised by a really controlling Italian mom, raise your hand, yeah. <laughs> or other kinds of controlling moms, raise your hand. Yep, mm-hmm. Sometimes you can make um, managing and controlling things your safe space. Sometimes you develop another way of controlling that I'm going to call free bird, <laughs> which is where essentially you're like, fuck it. <laughs> Before I got pregnant with my daughter at the age of 21, which was like a consequence of fuck it mode, <laughs> I moved, had moved 13 times in two years, 13 times. I took free spirit to the max because it was the only way that I um, felt safe, right? And so um, I didn't know this until recently, my therapist so high explained this to me, but free spiriting to the max is just another way of controlling. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> So yesterday when I did the host thing, really consciously, I was kind of like, oh, I'm doing that thing that I do around my mother wound. <laughs> and she came home, I'm not even joking, first thing she fucking did was rewind, redo the host. <laughs> and I kind of just wanted to see it, and it was that was what happened. I feel like such an asshole. <laughs> but I had like set myself up, right, to then be really pissed about it. I'm like, just fucking host. Like, why can't we, like, just let it go, man, and, like, free bird it with the hose for one day <laughs> um, and was obsessing on it, right? Was obsessing on it. Because whether you're doing the free spirit route or whether you're doing the... Because the other way you go, there's the free spirit route, right? And then the other way that people make themselves safe is by, like, micromanaging and controlling and managing and managing and controlling. Who's free spirit? I just am really curious. Like, be honest. Who went fuck it mode? Yeah. Yeah. Who went manager mode? Yeah. Okay. Most people went manager mode podcast people. I just want you to know. No, I'm all. Yeah. Okay. So maybe you identify with that a little bit more. Um, and here's where we get to the yoga. Um, so I texted a friend who is really sweet and knows me really well. And I was like, I'm obsessing on this host thing. Help me. <laughs> And he's like, well, what's the wound here? And I was like, oh, total mom wound. Like, total mom wound. Like, I'll never do it right, right? It'll never be good enough. That hose will never be wound up good enough, right? And so then my self-worth is, like, all tied up in a hose now for some reason. <laughs> that I, like, made it so. <laughs> and then the story behind that, right? Like, those are the limiting belief systems that I'll never do it right anyway, that I'll never be worth it that I'm not gonna like ever make it happen, 
And then the story behind that, right, is lined up, which is all of our stories, no matter whether you went free bird or where you went manager style, is that I'm not lovable and love able just the way that I am, right? And so how do we stop this? How do we stop the controlling or the free birding, right? And we have to pause. <laughs> and the texting of the friends that I did was my way of pausing because I knew I could, I was like literally obsessing on it in this way that was like super psychotic about <laughs> And the texting of the friend and asking like that reaching out and being like, hey, I can see I'm doing this, like help me, was my way of pausing. And when I come to yoga, that's my way of pausing. It's no coincidence that I started doing serious yoga once I got pregnant with my daughter, because guess what? Once you are responsible for a child, moving 13 times in two years isn't as accessible, right? So I had to change my mode. I had to change my mode. And John O'Donohue says, we spend so much time doing that we miss the being, right? That we miss the being, just the being of the being here. Um, in World War II, they started experimenting with fighter jets who would go up like way beyond, like higher than they've ever gone before, right? And they went so high that the laws of aerodynamics stopped working as we know them. And so there were all these instances where fighter pilots were up way beyond where the controls weren't working and they were like trying this and trying that and managing and overdoing and like, Nothing was working until one of them was thrown around the cockpit so hard that he got knocked out. Um, this ends okay, don't worry. I can tell you guys are panicking. You're like, shit. <laughs> My grandpa was in World War II. Like, <laughs> um, he got knocked out. And um, when he regained consciousness, he thus let go of the controls. And when he regained consciousness, he was low enough then that the controls could work again but he had to let go of the controls. And so there's a little bit of that too. We have to pause and then we have to let go of the controls, whether we went free bird style in our lives, if that coping mechanism helped us, or whether we go managerial style. Because they're both the same thing. It's just different ways of making ourselves feel safe so that then we can be, make ourselves feel like then we're worthy of love, right? But the truth is that we're worthy of love all the time, no matter what. And so when we pause, and we're able to let go of the controls, then we let spirit in, then we let something larger than ourselves in, then we let love in, like for real, without micromanaging it. Make sense? Okay, let's practice. I was like, do I wanna tell the house story? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We set ourselves up. It's so funny. Bring your hands to your heart, my loves.
work is then can we pause? Can we let go of whatever limiting belief system, coping mechanism that we've created, which has served us well, like thank you, coping mechanism, thank you. And then lean back and let ourselves be held by something bigger than us. I know that when we get out of our own way, that that's when love can pour through. And that's when we can meet ourselves with compassion and self-acceptance and gratitude. And drop your hands, lift your chin, open your eyes. Child's pose, please.